Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. I'm Nick Tello. I am an artist, producer, mixing engineer, and music mentor. And I, fun fact about me is I speak Spanish fluently because I'm half Peruvian. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. No one knows that because I don't, I don't know. You don't talk speak about in it? English. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I'm pretty good at Spanish. I took it in school, of course, but I've kind of like lost it a bit since no one's really speaking to me in Spanish a lot. But that also makes me sad because I feel like I was really, really good at it. But I could probably Mm -hmm. pick it up like if people were to talk to me, you know, it would just take me a while to respond back. Yeah, yeah. Living in LA, (laughs) there's a lot of Spanish too. You know, a lot of opportunity for that. Yeah. All right. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Sting by Nick Tello. Let's start with the lyrics of this song. Mm-hmm. So what is the song about and what inspired you to write it? Yeah, so this is definitely like a really like deep topic. So it's really centered around like my entire life. I always wanted to make music and like be in this like band. And that was like the whole mission in life was to like have this like pop punk band that was supposed to be the next I mean, like, you know how it is, like when you're like starting off and you're doing music, you're like, we're going to be the next right. Green Day, the next Day to Remember, the next like Blink-182, whatever. And so that was like the goal. And so I spent like, you know, a long time like writing this, these songs and creating this music and then having it like we self-produce, we decided to self-produce everything. So that was like a two year process. And then so my whole life was like building up to like finally like rolling out this project and releasing the CP. And then so we finally, after like, years of like producing these songs and making them sound like as like great and like iconic as possible you know we released the project and you know it was great like we did end up getting on like a spotify editorial playlist Mm -hmm. and then you know people cared some people cared you know what i mean and then after that after like about a month it kind of just like fizzled, fizzled out and then they like took us off the playlist and you know like it just kind of became this thing where it was like what now and so we weren't even playing shows at the time we were like oh no now we have to go and produce all this next body of work and it's going to take years to get to that point and it's like and also like you know me and my band weren't really getting along at the time and so Mm -hmm. that was also just like contributing to this sort of like existential crisis of like my life is a lie I put all my eggs in this basket I moved back to Massachusetts to like you know, really like pursue this band thing Mm. and just to have it like kind of fall apart a little bit and just to have it be like, you know, where I'm like the person who's super motivated and it's just hard to get everyone on the same page. So there's a lot of like politics in that. And so then I kind of just like was really sad because Mm. it was just this whole, my whole life was supposed to be building up to this moment of like rolling out this project and releasing these songs just to have it be just like, so underwhelming you know what i mean if like you know your whole life mission you wake up every day and you're just like this is what i'm gonna do like this is the mission is like to do music and to like release it and have this be like this this huge like thing where i like you know people listen to it and i help all these people with my songs and then just to have it kind of not just to have that kind of not happen i was like just super like 
wow, I need to really look at my life right now right, and right, right. see what to, where to go from here, you know, whatever. So the sting, so sting was kind of like inspired by that, like depression of like, mm. you know, like the, the sort of like broken dream thing, not to sound cliche, but is it's kind of that, you know? Yeah. But did you guys break up as a band? Like, was it a mutual thing or were you... It wasn't a breakup. We still make music. Oh, Me and okay. Andrew, who's who plays guitar, we still make music. Um, but it was like it was more like the realization that I shouldn't really rely on this to be my thing Only that thing. I yeah. use to catapult myself into success or whatever. You know, right? I mean? So that's why I started a solo project is because I was like not about to invest in this band anymore. That mm-hmm. was really just kind of like I mean, I love making music in that band, but it just became unrealistic for me to just rely on that right. to be my music project that does end up becoming, you know, successful on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and even as a creative and for you, I mean, you are also a full-time producer aside from your solo stuff. So you are just, you have a creative mind. So with this particular production and then say with your band is it like really significantly different the sound the sound the sound is actually if you took the songwriting from my band turned it into a more modern production Mm. you know what i mean with electronic drums and Mm. maybe some more cleaner guitars you know what i mean so the sound is actually like really similar it's just poppier and less grungy it's still a little bit grungy though but um, yeah, still, I, I guess I'll get really grungy with it, but it's definitely just, I think the only real difference is the guitar sound is less aggressive and the drums are pretty much all electronic drums. Well, I, I live, really love this production. I actually really like your intro and I talk a lot on the show about intros with people because it's so important, especially mm-hmm. nowadays to like capture an audience within like three seconds. So this one kind of has a little longer intro than like the norm, but I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to know your decision behind making this intro. Yeah, that's a really good question. So, I mean, the intro was like, I could have just like hit him with the verse, come out swinging with the verse, you know what I mean? And do all that. But like part of me really wanted to honor how I wrote the song because how I wrote the song and how I write songs is always, you know, I don't, I don't just, uh, it's really hard for me to subscribe to having like a five second intro with a vocal and then boom, straight into the hook with all the elements. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause that's what people do a lot these days right. is they just like, which I get. And I will have songs that do that in the future when I'm <laughs> more in my sort of like the realm of selling out. Um, I'm going to have some of that, some of that because I, I really kind of like would like to do that and play that game a little bit. But for this one, I was kind of like, you know, this song, the entire song stemmed from the guitar riff and mm-hmm. I wanted the guitar riff to have that kind of like moment. So I gave the guitar riff a moment. I gave a lot of the production elements a moment where everything just came in and, you know, like, like, you know, the drums kind of come in with like a filter and Mm -hmm. then all that stuff. And then I had this intro and then I showed it to my buddy, Frankie, who I used to produce with. And I basically, you know, he told me, he was like, this intro is so long. You need to like (laughs) cut it in half. And so I tried cutting it in half and it just like, didn't feel right. 
So what I ended up doing is I ended up just flying in a bunch of vocals from the end and putting them in the beginning. And then I also had some like vocal lines, like the, Ooh, I feel the sting. I feel the sting, you know, like that, like I had that in. So it ended up being this like sort of like soundscapey thing of like, there's some vocals just filtered. Um, Cause that's something that I do like in like pretty much all my songs so far is like a filtered vocal at the beginning of everything. That's just my, my style. So yeah, that was, that's how that kind of came about. Like I tried a shorter intro and it just like kind of comes back to like, I wanted to honor how I wrote the song because I felt yeah. like it was right. Even if it like, you know, resulted in people skipping it. It's like, you know, there's like the art side and then there's like the business side. Mm-hmm. And in this case I chose like the art, the art. side. Cause I was like, just, you know what I mean? I'll have other songs where the vocal comes in in two seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I really like that. I actually really enjoyed the intro and the length. Thank um, you. So yeah, I just wanted to know your decision behind it, but I do like that you kind of just stuck to your guns and, and chose to, yeah, go the artistic. It was an artistic choice. And you know, if it, it's personal to you, like you said, with the writing process. So, you know, who cares? I think People it progresses nicely it too. Yeah. 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 That's it, it, it has I like, like, you know, the, still building, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. The build is nice. I spent a lot of time. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to bring in like this, the filtered snare here and I'm going to bring in the 808 for a second. You know what I mean? Here and this like, re- like cinematic boom mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love those. So, yeah. I'm glad you like it though. Yeah. Was it hard? Cause you, so you wrote and produced this by yourself, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that hard for you? Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> Honestly, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, like the hardest part was probably editing my vocals and editing my guitars. And, um, you know, I've since gotten an assistant to do that for me. Mm-hmm. So I can now focus on just like producing everything myself. My process was a little different. I mean, like different from how most people do it. I produced the skeleton of the song mm-hmm. and then recorded my vocals over it and then edited my vocals and then brought the vocals over into the session and then produced, finished producing the song around the vocals. So, you know, I feel like my workflow is super different, but it really works for me. And I developed that workflow just by kind of working by myself. And, right. and you know, so originally I started off this project with collaborations with my buddy, Frankie, who, you know, he goes under the name Sandlot. And we were doing like EDM stuff. And basically like we had this song that we were making. Keep Your Time was actually the, the song before Sting. Mm-hmm. Keep Your Time was actually like supposed to be an EDM song with a female singer. And then I recorded a scratch vocal over it. And then he said, oh no, like you're singing on this. Oh. And so then I, I made that song and basically like, well, him and I made that song together and with my vocal on it and the vocals were already recorded and edited and I did all that. But I felt like it wasn't really how I wanted the song to be when I wrote it. I feel like it didn't really fit the vision or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I had this vocal recording of keep your time. And I basically, you know, it was like fully like edited vocal recording. And I basically like produced keep your time around the acapella. Um, I produced that whole song around the acapella. Yeah. So so it was like, that's, that, that's what kind of gave birth to that workflow of like producing the song around the vocals. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm normally used to as well is having an acapella with the melody and the lyrics and then having a producer 
yeah, yeah, create the production. Yeah, that's that. cool. Did you do that with Sting? I recorded the rough of Sting. I, I I did like a rough guitar and like some drums. Okay. And then took that to the studio and then recorded that over the course of like a couple of days. And then after that, I brought I edited my vocals, which took a month, <laughs> literally. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the vocal editing on that was was so tedious. Um, but it sounds like perfect. Like perfect. <laughs> so like I mean, not to not to even like you know, come off like cocky or whatever, but like my vocals will never sound that perfect again because I, I literally spent like a month editing those vocals. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But um I took those over the project with the rough and then I finished producing it and piecing together stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Around the vocals in there. That's what gotcha. I'm doing with all the songs I'm working on now too. Well, I heard, okay, so I don't know how often this comes up in the song, uh, but it didn't catch my attention until maybe after two minutes of the song. On your ooze, a couple of them, there's like this major like vibrato happening. I didn't know if that was affected or if that was actually like you did that naturally with your voice. But then it happens again, like three minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibrato, the like post Malone vibrato, yeah, yeah, type yeah. Thing. I yeah. really loved that <laughs> decision, yeah. um, but you didn't put it on every one. So I also wanted to know what was the decision behind that. Yeah, I mean, it was super like post Malone influenced because he's always doing that. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, that's great. Honestly, the whole song kind of is inspired by I Fall Apart by Post Malone. Oh. And he does a lot of like the vibrato thing. Mm-hmm. Um his are a little like crazy. Like in some songs it like sounds artificial just because it's like so perfect. And mm-hmm. that is something that you can simulate in like Melodyne or Wave Tune or whatever. But I only really wanted it in a couple. And for me, like I actually do vibratos when I sing a lot mm-hmm. like too much in some cases I have to like pick and choose oh. and um it's weird because like sometimes I'll do a vibrato on a harmony and it, you can't really do that unless they're all moving like together so like I end up having to scrap some of the vibrato stuff if it's not just like on the main vocal so um okay. yeah so I mean like I just kind of wanted it just in the in a couple sections where it made sense you know yeah yeah. You can like flatten it with like pitch correction. Like if you wanted to, you could just like dead that and right. just flatten it. But I feel like it really fit in the end, especially. Yeah, no, it, it like caught my attention. I felt and I feel like it also goes with that build, you know, because mm-hmm. um, that's what I look I really love in songs is when it's just like move this whole song is moving and just building to that moment. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I didn't I didn't remember I don't remember if it came before like that three minute mark, but I just thought it was a great choice. And I really love that. Yeah. So. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Um, well, I want to know what your favorite lyric line is in the song. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite lyric song is definitely broken in the driveway with the keys and the ignition in the second chorus, just because I feel like it's great. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's really just like, because like, I was just like get home from like working like 16 hour shifts some days, like between like multiple jobs, just like pushing for this like band situation right? and just like getting home 
or whatever and like being like like too tired to like go inside and just being like why am I doing this <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah yeah and so and so um I was just like and, and I was and, and this was like you know how it is like when you're working like a day job and you have dreams you're just like and this is this is like this day job is trash like I mm-hmm. hate this and you're just like tired after work like like too tired to like work on music and art and you're, it's like 11 p.m um and it's like the only time you have to work on music is like 11 to 2 a.m and you're like right. too tired and I used to drink coffee at like 11 p.m just to get energy to like work on music oh my gosh um, the hustle yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and so and so like, I feel like that was also really kind of like a cool, like kind of like metaphor because it's like when you're broken in the driveway with the keys in the ignition, it's like, you're like on the launch pad, but you like can't launch yeah. it's happening. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 So. No, that's a really good visual as well. And, and isn't the cover art, the cover art oh, like for the song Like a beat down like a, car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I told him to do that. I was like, it needs this vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, I like It's like that. not even like a nice car. It's like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not about that life. Not give me like, with like a cracked windshield. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what is your favorite production element in this song? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, there's this like underlying thing that you wouldn't hear in the song unless you like took it away and then you'd be like, there's something missing. I mean, I could, I could even show it to you because I have the session pulled up and you might not even hear it otherwise, but like there are these like pads that have that carry like their own melody. And they're basically like these like filler pads underneath like everything. And I remember there was this one point in the song where like I put those in and the song sounded done after that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like this like underlying like so hard to describe. They're like they're like keys. They're also pads and they're really hard to hear. When did you place those in? Cuz you said like you placed them in like towards the I- end, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't even think to put that in until I tried to do a pad. Oh yeah, I definitely heard this in there. You heard this? Oh yeah. But I think I mean I'm always looking for you know or I'm always like my ears are like on the hunt for like the small yeah. things, right? Small so, details. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, and I I remember hearing those and I really, really liked it. It reminded, you know what, actually your voice, I really loved, <laughs> I really love your voice. It reminds me of Owl City. Uh-huh. I love his voice. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just really like, like a lot I of really, people say that I, I used to love Owl City. Yeah. I used to like listen to Owl City like a lot. I remember discovering the first Owl City out like thing, like of June and like, I like literally like made an Owl City esque song when oh, I was really? in eleventh grade, and I was like, "This is so great!" Yeah, yeah. Like I was really into Owl City at one point, and it's funny because I haven't really been into Owl City for like years, like since I was like in high school. Right. But apparently, I just am influenced by that sort of sound in general because like most people say that. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I can hear like elements of that in the production too. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really know 
Owl City outside of Fireflies, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, that song, song is a banger, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then I noticed like your voice too, some of um, some of the inflections. I was just like, oh, I could totally hear Nick's voice like on top of a production like from Owl City. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of like, like cute synths, you know what I mean? Right. That I put in yes. there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like this whole song came together really easy for you. Did you hit any roadblocks along the way? Um, honestly, this one was really chill. This one wasn't my, like, this one wasn't that hard. For me, I think guitar editing the guitar was a pain because like I'm not amazing at guitar and I'm not amazing at setting up my guitar. So I was intonating my guitar, trying to get it to sound in tune. And then oh. I had to like record all the guitars and then some of the notes were like out of tune. So I had to use Melodyne. I had to use the Melodyne, like the like top tier like Melodyne where you can edit <laughs> notes like in a chord individually. And I like Melodyned oh, wow. all my guitars and it's, took a week like it took a whole week i like melody my guitars and they like sounded great but i was like maybe i should just like learn how to set up my guitar maybe better <laughs> next time <laughs> you know yeah so. yeah it's actually kind of funny i don't know me- i personally don't know many producers that can play the guitar really well so i feel like with my songs like i have a lot of like keys in mine and then uh-huh. like yeah electric guitars they're always like kind of messing with them in post-production yeah. to make yeah, sure yeah. that they're exactly. right <laughs> yeah because it's playing playing in time is so much harder than you think right. it's not automatic you know you gotta like be good oh i cannot <laughs> even play like piano with a metro metronome i remember when i was younger because i was classically trained and like she my teacher would have like a metronome mm-hmm. and i couldn't do it at some point she just gave up and just like let me play with how I was feeling so I was never up. like in time <laughs> yeah, yeah so keeping I just time can't. is hard it is hard yeah. I don't know why like I just and I just don't I hate the click I hate it like I hate tracking vocals I, to yeah. it it's just not not a fun time <laughs> yeah I hear that yeah I, I probably sing in time more easily honestly but um, I, I usually jump the gun when I sing. Like I sing, um, I always got to nudge it to the right oh, a little bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I see, yeah. I see. Yeah. Well, do you have any other cool, interesting facts about the writing, the production, or recording process of the song that you want to share? Um, I'm honestly just really, I think this is probably the song where I like, really found like a really good sound honestly like i know this is this is easily like my favorite song i've ever made and i don't think my music's ever gonna sound as perfect as this song because of the amount of hours i put into like editing vocals and editing the the guitars and um the the amount of time it took me to just edit the vocals alone is just not sustainable as an artist you know what i mean yeah that's crazy so, so i didn't know it took this, you a month yeah no this song and sell out which is a song i'm gonna put out like later like once i get um all my like ducks in a row for that one like those two songs took me literally like 
a month and a half to edit all the vocals to those. And oh, wow. I don't think my my vocals are ever going to sound as like like perfect as they do in these two songs. Like when I listen to like Sting and when I listen to Sellout, I'm like, yeah, to me, it sounds like perfect. Like the production sounds like perfect to me, like exactly. Um, but the amount of time it took me to like produce and and this was like in pandemic time. So mm-hmm. like I was, I was literally like, I would spend like 40 hours some weeks just working on these songs and just getting them to sound like perfect. And realized like this is not sustainable if i'm going to be making music for my whole life and i'm going to be like pursuing this sound with like you know 40 50 vocal layers and all mm-hmm. of these all these elements and this and that like there's no way i'm going to be able to like commit this amount of time to this um or like you know get it to that point where it's like ridiculously perfect so for the next releases i'm just going to be a little bit looser with it and the songs are still going to hit the same that's the thing right. it's like one but um uh yeah like that's just how many vocal tracks did you have on this song i like 32 something like that yeah 32 probably yeah i had like a bunch of let me let me let me share my screen real quick because i have them here i can just show you um so these are all the vocals it's like high overlap and then there's a bunch of like these are all the vocals here. They're like, there's probably like this many oh vocals. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's probably like 20, maybe. That looks like 20, probably. But they're not all happening at the same time. I think the most time, the most vocals that are happening at once looks like out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the... one, two, three, four, that's a lot. five, six, seven, eight. Uh, so like 20 maybe like 18 vocals yeah these are all ad-libs so like yeah so there's there's a lot there's definitely a lot um but the next songs are gonna have even more (laughs) i know i love the like vocal layering you know like people wonder how to get like certain vocal sounds like in you know whatever main mainstream top 40 songs and i'm like you mm-hmm. probably should look at like their daw <laughs> to see like all the stacks mm-hmm. because yeah like yeah. just what they're adding the different textures that they're adding to create that mood or whatever i mean it's a lot um mm-hmm. it's fun to make but it is yeah. a lot like yeah, I, yeah. I comp my vocals. Like that's pretty much the only thing I do. Like I can imagine like doing a whole production by myself. <laughs> I can, yeah. Well, I can comp my vocals. Like I can get that process down. Like I can pretty comp. Quick. Like I can, yeah. I can comp like even something as many as like, um, like fifty vocal tracks. Like I could comp that in like two days if I really dedicate and oh, focus. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but with editing, it's like, I, I outsource that to my assistant now and it takes him a while to do it, which is understandable, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> but, um, he's, he's working on his processes now and we're kind of like growing together. Cause I, I send him videos about like how I do it. And then he right. just does that. And then I give him feedback on it. And the last song he sent me, was actually like really like way better. So nice. And it's like, and I know he spent, he spends probably like, you know, a quarter of the time that I used to spend on it. And it sounds just as good, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I learned a lot through Sting, but I think Sting is like really just like the benchmark of like the clean production. Like all my songs would probably sound like that clean, 
but I don't think any song is ever going to sound as like technically like on the grid, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, as, as like sting and and sell out, which is the next song I'm going to put out. Um, Cause I just went, I just did too much. Honestly, I had this TikTok that like blew up and got like almost a million views of me editing the vocal in sting. Oh, and it like literally like, you know, launched my like TikTok career or whatever, but it was like getting views for the wrong reasons. It was because I was doing so much, but I was like chopping it up. I was like chopping it up like way too much. And um, I spent like 10 minutes. I just filmed it and did like a fast motion. And I just like chopped it up. And like, I spent like literally like 10 minutes on this one little vocal line. And then everyone was commenting like, you, sir, are doing way too much. And I was like, oh, and it makes sense. Was <laughs> you know I mean? was there a decision behind doing that or it was just kind of like a learning process? I was doing I was I just like yeah, I just like was my 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 technique wasn't great. I was just chopping it too much. Gotcha. I was chopping up the note into like 10 notes and snapping them to the grid. It wasn't good. What? <laughs> it was yeah, so I I learned through these songs like how to edit vocals yeah. more efficiently, you know. After getting roasted on the internet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, we yeah, all have yeah, to learn. Fine. We all, yeah. You yeah. know? Definitely. Was there anything else that you wanted to share? I think I think that's it. I think I'm just looking forward to the next song I'm putting out. It's called Sellout. Okay. And I just need to get a, I'm just going to make a really good music video for that at some point. So I just have to get that organized and then I'm going to drop it. And then I'm working on like six other songs. Nice. So yeah, I'm very big on like quality over quantity, quantity. but I'm also Agreed. trying to get my quantity up there. Right. You know what I mean? So for sure. Um, yeah. So I have another song after this and I think sellout is in the same family as sting as in like recorded the okay. vocals the same like weekend and, you know, did all the vocal editing the same time did all that. So it's the same like family, like, Keep Your Time is kind of on its own because I recorded mm-hmm. that like way back, like literally like 2019, I recorded Keep Your Time and then Sell Out and Sting, I recorded like right before the pandemic. And then this next batch of like six songs I recorded back in like April before moving to LA. So I think, so the next song is the last song of this batch of like phase one Nictello music. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be on to like some other songs so cool yeah it's exciting yeah awesome nice yeah yay well can you tell everyone where they can download and stream sting and where they can follow you on social media yeah yeah so you can download and stream it on everything it's called (laughs) sting by nick tello (laughs) and yeah my name is memorable i used to have a different name and then i was like no my name is fine <laughs> so nick tello is where you can find me every i'm nick tello music on every single platform like youtube twitter instagram tiktok it's all just nick tello music so yes awesome well thank you so much for coming on my show yes thank you for having me <laughs> love yeah. learning about this one and i'm looking yes. forward to hearing more from you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Likewise.
You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. Just-